0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you, wherever you are, and welcome to The 4Play Podcast, and this is going to be our episode number 25, back after an extended break. My name is David, and I'll be joined as usual by my fabulous co-hosts and music brothers, Alan, Darren, and Mark. If you're not familiar with the setup of these shows, what we would normally do is pick a theme, and then we would each choose four songs or albums related to that theme. However, today we're going to finish off a selection of live albums. So last time we actually recorded way back in November. We're going to go over some of why we haven't been able to get together since then. We are going to give you then the final two album selections and we're going to give you a bit of a, an overview of the albums that we enjoyed from 2021. So without further ado, let's get on with the show.
1: I'm you. Oh, still working.
2: Oh, he used to do Ho. Ho. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I
0: know oh. right, okay. Anyway, guys, let's get on with the yeah, show.
1: Well, yeah. Got a show to
0: do. So <laughs> not gonna do it,
1: <laughs>
0: here we are again. So guys, um first time the four of us are together virtually since uh since the last show, which was back uh, a while ago. Show twenty
1: four. <laughs> Welcome back.
0: Which
1: century was that? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I, long thought that. I, I thought I'd have skipped you.
3: <laughs> it's lovely to see you all again yeah yeah, yeah.
0: it's good it's good for the benefits Bye. of the of the listeners if they haven't kept up or if we haven't let you know um there's been a few things that have happened with covid and other bits and pieces so unfortunately timing hasn't been great it meant that we've had to delay getting back together but we'll take this episode to uh to close off the selection of our live albums and we'll give a bit of a recap about 2021 and then we'll be all set for the next one to kick off for 2022. Um, so firstly, Darren, how are you doing?
3: You're- yeah, not too bad, thank you. It's, um, it's too late to say Happy New Year, but Happy New Year. <laughs> I think we're recording this at the end of January, so you're probably going to hear it in February, I'd imagine. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, just great to see you all again. Great to be back in the land of the living. I think some of us are... Some mild health issues with COVID, or some yeah. more yeah. Than mild. But we're all bad. Yeah. You all look like better. shit. Yeah, I feel like shit. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> right, see
0: you all next time. Bye. <laughs> and those are dulcet tones of Mark Hollywood. Mark, welcome. How are you doing?
2: Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good welcome. It's I'm Grant. I'm Grant. It's good to be back. Uh, it's hard to believe. It's it, it was November since we last caught up. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, you look stunning. Well, I look stunning. Well, okay, you're just you're just fishing now, aren't you? <laughs>
1: I'm really like a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> no, it's good. It's good that we've all kind of survived. I think I think we all we've all had it now, and um, I've, there have been a few uh, a few of my friends have had it quite quite bad. One of them hospitalised. So, but they're for the grace of God, for go go, go we and uh, actually Darren you you look now, now that I've looked closer <laughs> um you're you're looking devilishly Not handsome <laughs> you really are excellent. oh no he isn't <laughs> oh, you oh, 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 yes, yes.
0: <laughs> that's excellent um, and <laughs> alan jones you've um you've uh, made some changes with your work arrangements so you can spend more time with music
1: that is correct. Um, the main arrangement I've made is not to do any work anymore. Uh, so um, it was a big decision. Uh, I uh, spent a lot of time deliberating and um, over it, but I think I've made the right decision. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, listening to some more music in my spare time. It it's actually that. being retired is not as easy as one would think. <laughs>
0: You know, you're not going to get any sympathy so from this crowd.
1: Day, you. Oh no, bloody well, rage right or not? Look, you've got to fill your day. And...
2: Where's he gone? He's
0: just reaching into his record collection. He's,
2: he picked, oh, is he oh picking, like picking up good. his pension.
1: Yeah. Well, he's he's
0: showing us his calendar. Oh, no. It's
1: all in the bookmark. Oh, know, even now, I've got to write stuff to I mean, remind he's... me what to do every day.
2: So, for the benefit of the um yeah who's watching in black and white alan's just pulled out a diary this is an in joke uh when i worked at rbs um i was uh, told by my oh, then I, line manager um here i have the mic i was told in by <laughs> i was told then by my uh, line manager david chapel <clears throat> mark you you really need to work on your your planning the irony the irony of it is that i i've been in, in planning it a uh, out plan of some sort ever since then. Anyway, Alan bought me um, a catalogue from Franklin Covey <laughs> on filofaxes <laughs> and diaries, yeah. and uh, I had one for years after that. Yeah. So uh, and and it, it still didn't do me any good. I was still as yeah. This
1: is why you tacky. were seven minutes late tonight.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> my diaries. Uh, yeah, it's 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 out of date. That's what it is watch
1: watchers. Uh, yeah, no. So uh, yeah, raring to go. Nice to see you guys again. Uh, not so much Mark, but you know.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> OK, then, guys. We'll crack on. So we'll we'll finish off uh, where we left off from the, the last show. So last time around, we came up with two, two live albums each. And we're going to now give uh, another couple of albums. If you want, I'll quickly give mine. Um, so for the benefit of the, the listeners, again, we're going to try and make these shows a little bit snappier. Not sure how we're going to do.
3: But...
2: Yeah, that. We've already failed miserably.
0: We have. Yeah. We have. OK, I'll talk, I'm going to give you my two, and then we can have a quick chat about them. So yeah. the, the, the first one I give is Genesis Seconds Out. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a great album. By Genesis, uh, it was after Peter Gabriel had left. Um, it was actually toured around the time that they released their *Wind and Wuthering* album. Um, it was a chance for Phil Collins to step into the limelight uh, from behind the drums, and for him to do that. What did he do? He got two drummers to um, to play in his place, and uh, not any two drummers, but Chester Thompson, fantastic drummer. Played with lots of artists. Played on his own. Done a lot of work with um, with Mr. Duke, and also I think he's done a lot of work with Frank Zappa, and also Bill Bruford. So Bill Bruford, for anyone not too familiar, he he started out with uh, uh, with King Crimson and Yes, and he's been involved in lots of other lots of other major bands. So uh, between you know he's covered three of the major prog bands, including Genesis. Great show. I'm not going to go into it too much um, because uh, Genesis fans, if they, li- if they like that era, then it's great. I was fortunate enough to see Steve Hackett playing the second out album last year, back end of the year, a uh, fantastic time. So it was only Steve Hackett from Genesis in there. He was actually playing the same time as Genesis were doing their last domino tour. And what I heard that people who went to both shows, that the Steve Hackett one was a better one. So I was pleased to do that. Um, what it does do is uh, they made a choice when they recorded it about will we include some of the Wind and weathering, but they actually prioritise um, playing tracks from their, their first albums from the, the Gabriel era. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, so that's my first choice. That's 1977. Roll the clock on a little bit. Super Tramp, um, their Paris album. So this was recorded, was released in 1980. Um, it was to accompany their... Uh, Breakfast in America tour actually recorded in France, as, as you can hear. But what they actually did with this tour is actually weighted it so they covered lots of their earlier catalog because they were touring the states. They'd had some picked up some uh, followers and some got some traction. But what they thought they would do is use it as a chance to promote their their previous stuff. I saw this in uh, Wembley Arena in 1980. Just a fantastic uh, show, fantastic band live. I think they broke up uh, after, after that album, maybe, or oh, not broke up, but, uh, Roger Hodgson left and they continued but they went down a slightly different path. Um, I was always surprised how many people enjoyed super tramp. Um, when I posted stuff on Facebook before I suddenly get people, you know, friends who I think I know their music taste. Go, oh, I really like super tramp. They're good. Great album. Fantastic. Five piece band. And uh, there you are. Those are my two albums.
3: Nice, excellent. I've got. I think I've said before. I've, I still haven't got into Supertramp particularly. I know the big songs, but it's something I need to explore. The Genesis, yeah, absolutely. Seconds out. I think is in most people's collection, whether you're a fan or not. I think it's a quality choice there.
0: Thank you. Can't
3: remember really- oh, no. I haven't got the um, the Genesis
1: one, but I've got the line, "The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway." Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. I think I actually. I was given up i think my my mate phil Eger, who now lives up in scotland Good uh and thing. uh yeah yeah so i think i've got that film and um i've also got the i've got the super trap Live one again i kind of got that one i bought it for my sister wendy one christmas thinking she'd like it right and I thought, oh, do you mind if I just borrow his so I can tape it and then I'll give it back to you? And <laughs> she I've fell still for got it. it. She fell for the oldest trick in the book. The old cardboard <laughs> borrowing <the paper laughs> thing. Um I, uh, If she's listening now, I'm sorry, Gwen. Well, you don't want it back now anyway because you haven't even got anything to play it on. So You would give it back. to <laughs> you a favour by clearing out your record collection all those years ago. <laughs>
3: nice.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, good choices, though. Thank you. Yeah, solid. Definitely. Okay, but uh, Je suis d'accord. Je suis d'accord avec ça. C'est bien. I, I, think, I think it's excellent. Um, I would say The Lamb Lays Down on Broadway would be my favourite, Um, ironically, because I was more a fan of Genesis in the 80s than their prog rock days, right. but I thought The Lamb Lays Down on Broadway was a. Uh, it was it was a bit epic, you know, it was oh, something oh, that cracky,
1: have,
2: yeah. Yeah. So great choice, great band. Yep. Um sad to see um Phil in in uh, not too good good of fettle these days, but um
0: Yeah.
2: Well I, I don't think there's any other band that I, I can think of that has morphed so many times from their inception. Uh what was it, late sixties, early seventies? Uh, it was sixty nine,
0: I think the first one came.
2: Sixty nine, yeah. yeah. So just, just uh, like uh, around the around the time of um, when Ze- Zeppelin were at their their peak, uh, I, I don't think I I, think I, I can't think of another Fle- band. Well, that has, Fleetwood,
0: Fleetwood Mac, I would say.
2: Fleetwood Mac, yes, of course. They went from a, a very bluesy band to to mainstream. Yeah,
0: there was three generations uh, of that, weren't there? They had the yeah. Peter Green then the Bob Welsh. And
2: then Stevie
0: Nicks and Lindsay Buckingham. Stevie,
2: Yeah, and, and the Stevie Nicks and Buckingham are a favourite, with the exception of
0: yeah.
2: some of Peter Green's stuff. So, yeah, great choice. I like that one.
0: I'm just going to throw a quick one in, which didn't quite make the cut. Depeche Mode oh, 101. Yeah.
3: Beautiful, brilliant album. Yeah.
0: A, a close fifth on there, and I'm sure we got loads, loads more we could do. So in the spirit of trying to keep, Keep our show rocking and rolling. Um, I'm gonna pass the baton on now. Who's who's the taker?
2: Go on, Take it. It. Oh, okay, you do. It. You got it, Mark. Right. Okay. This uh, mine is Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, a bit of a contentious character <clears throat> because he was um, up to no good with his cousin. She was 13. He was probably in his 20s. The dirty bugger. Uh, they ended up getting married, I believe, and yeah. some godforsaken state in America that allowed that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis, Live at the Hamburg. And I love it for two reasons. One, Jerry Lee Lewis himself, very accomplished individual, uh, unique, distinct sound. Uh, but look at this, and for the benefit of those, in watching in black and white, the yeah. album opens out like that. It's like a, a map. pizza box. It's, a, oh. it's like a map of... Oh, uh, yeah.
3: It's like Incredible. a map of uh, Hamburg. All oh, right, yeah, I think you've shown us that before. Did a friend of yours buy that for you? Is
2: that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, And it was—I I was never expecting it. it Was—it wasn't on my kind of like I would love this album. But I've listened to it so, so many times. I got a woman high school confidential right. He was probably talking about his cousin then. Go. <laughs> okay. uh, he had a few, a few, <laughs> a few covers in there. Hound Dog, Long Tall Sally. Then he's got a whole lot of shaking going on. Great Balls of Fire. Good golly miss molly so everything get on in there uh, that that i guess encapsulated the the 60s and the 70s but he did it so so well and you can tell the audience is right into it so yeah for two reasons it's a it's a bit off-piste it is uh but i just i love the 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 record cover and uh, the the inset as well so that's good in as one of the live albums i love to to bring out and play oh. Jerry Lee Lewis not to Fantastic. be mixed up with Jerry Lewis or Tom and Jerry or Tom and Jerry <laughs> or in Lee okay we'll <laughs> just leave it we'll leave it there.
0: stop him quickly Mark carry on yeah
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, want, you want the second one now? yeah yeah go for yeah. it
3: yeah,
2: right the second one okay this is a bit predictable this is a bit predictable it's not Queen Life at Wembley believe it or not it is an album that came out in I believe 1981 it's billy Joel. songs in the attic uh when i started getting into billy Joel early 90s um i was listening to all this stuff from stormfront pretty much um all the stuff that was popular um yeah. A- A- an innocent man and then some of the stuff from the bridge all the 80s stuff then this dipped into the 70s but the great thing about this album this live album is it doesn't play all the classics like just the way you are, Piano Man, etc. Because all it's almost into all the B sides, right? Oh, so good. She's got away. You're my home, Los Angeles. Say, say goodbye to Hollywood. Everybody loves you now. It is out of the the four live albums uh, I, I've, I've chosen for this episode or these few episodes, "Songs in the Attic" is head and shoulders, I would say, above all the rest. And for for our listeners out there. It's just under an hour long. It's about 50 odd minutes. If you're going to get one um, one live album in the next week or two, this is it. It's also got my favourite Billy Joel song on it, which is called Summer Highland Falls. And when he was, I think he went to Boston University, University Music School, he was interviewed and he said, what do you think your most accomplished song was? The one that you, you put your heart and soul into uh, and, and thought when you listened to it. That is brilliant. And I chose that particular song, Summer Highland Falls. It's absolutely, it's it's wrist-slitting stuff, but it is it is poetry in motion. It's very, very good. Um, some wonderful reflective songs in there as well, like um, love, love songs like You're My Home, She's Got Away," which is one of the most beautiful love songs ever written. And then it finishes off with a song called I've Loved These Days, and it's all about his hedonistic, uh, drug and alcohol fueled life and how he's looking back at it almost with, um, with a, a clearer perspective. And he's asking himself, will he or won't he get out of it all? Okay. So, this for me is, yeah, top of the pops and live albums.
1: Brilliant. Yeah, I did tell you that one, Mark. I, I have to agree, it's a very good album. Yeah, and I, I often did get it out. Um, I haven't uh, played it on the, uh, the 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 remastered box set that came out last year. Uh, you know, on the with the 20 I, I haven't had a chance to play that one yet, but
2: I, I have, and it's it's it, it sounds
1: even better than. Oh, you
2: you bought the box set, now. I did, I did. Um, yes, yeah.
1: fantastic.
2: <laughs> I did. That's why I'm that's why I'm broke, Alan. Um I've never I've never been as broken in my life. No thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> sending me sending me links to buy records. Well, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's it is it is great and it sounds even better. This is ridiculous, but the first time I got it obviously was way back in the early nineties, uh, on tape. And it sounded great then, but yeah. on on the remastered uh
1: record it sounds it sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a good
3: album. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, can't argue with that. Superb. That had to be in there, not it? One of us had to watch that. I will.
0: I will look out um, for the Jerry Lee Lewis one as well because that's that's intriguing.
3: Yeah, yeah I like a bit of Jerry Lee Lewis as well. Yeah, it's Live at the Hamburg Star Club. Okay, Great Balls is my go-to karaoke track. <laughs> is good to see great balls of fire. Gets the pub jumping. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you could just see him up there. You know. Play with the hands and the feet
3: of yeah. the piano. Yeah, I don't do that. I just use a mic. <laughs> yep, give it a go. <laughs> if there's ever a piano, I'd be up there.
1: Yeah. I bet Jerry Lee Lewis. I bet um, Billy Joel. I bet he was uh, inspired by Jerry Lee Lewis. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Well, okay. Billy.
2: Okay. Billy. Without digressing, I know we're we're um, we're trying to be good in 2022, yeah. keeping the time. Uh, Billy he was he was uh, massively inspired by the Beatles and Hendrix.
1: Oh, there me. I got it wrong then. Yeah, I would or, not be just, doing uh, Billy Joel or Mastermind as my specialised
2: subject. He, he was actually. You know, the thing is, though, as well, he was classically. Um, he, he he taught himself to play piano, on an old. Uh, this 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 piano didn't have any um, tune to it, but he he taught himself, and he classic he trained himself classically, just mm. by by ear, a bit like Elton John. You know, Elton John could listen to a tune and play it. Um, but yeah, Billy. I don't, I'm sure he was he you know, did a back fast in the day, him, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah.
1: right.
0: Anyway, quick, yeah. quick fire round, guys. Favorite Billy Joel song, then?
1: Oh, wow, my fun. life for me. I just, I'd always pick my life, I think.
3: It seems from uh, Italian restaurant.
0: Oh, that's good. Uh, New York State of Mind for me, yeah, stuck i am
2: oh, totally stuck oh, probably, you've already given yours you um, said you
0: said what yours was
2: summer highland falls but if i had a top three to, well if i had songs after that i would say i wasn't um, giving you any more all oh, right sorry I, I thought i had another uh, no, no, bite yeah. of the cherry um, you only have yeah, one. Summer, summer, summer highland falls and it's off the album called turnstiles uh, which is just uh, between the years of 74 and, and 80 he could have just retired after that. Yeah, it was yeah. all it was all so good.
1: Well, I'm glad he's not retired. Yeah,
2: yeah. Here's hoping we we'll see him again. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. No.
1: All right, then, moving on. Yeah. yeah, up to you, Alan. Yeah, I'll go then. Uh, so surprisingly, both these albums, I haven't. They're not available on, on vinyl. Oh. Uh, so they're on you know, on CD. One of them not actually available on cd so um uh, anyway the first one um i don't think anybody else may have even heard of this they will have heard of the band they won't have heard of the album uh shack and oh, live at the ronnie scott's club in that london oh, nice. uh, recorded back in 1997 uh, released the following year It's uh, for those who not familiar with Shack Attack. They're a uh, a British jazz funk outfit, headed by uh, on keyboards Bill Sharp, and he's got a fine set of musicians around him. Uh, I won't go into the detail, uh, but here the band are in fantastic form, uh, playing some of their greatest hits like. you know, things that a lot of people might think they're cheesy—a bit of a cheesy band like Invitation, Street Walking, Nightbirds. You know, some of these are instrumentals. Uh, then uh, some of their um, uh, '80s uh, chart hit, like chart hits like uh, Mister Manic and Sister Cool, are down on the street. Uh, it's a fantastic live recording, well, superbly recorded, and it's just in a pure example of. Um, some profesh- top-notch professional new musicians doing their best. It's a fantastic professional performance and I recommend it through the house. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so um, that's my first one. Excellent. Uh, my second one, let's say, so uh, yeah, we've got to show you the, uh, the uh, okay. CD there remember buying this from Moondance, uh, a little shop in Waltham Cross. Not bad for a fiver. I played that thing to death. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, the next one um, is by James Taylor. Oh, brilliant. Uh, uh, in, and uh, I originally bought this as a two CD bootleg um, from a, a record fair just in Luton. And... Um, it, it, it's, it was said to be um, his World world Tour 98, Hourglass. Now, Hourglass was his album that was out at this time. He just released a studio album called Hourglass. Um, and um, I think I only paid like a tenner if that for it. So I thought, oh, I, was, I couldn't believe the quality of the recording. Wow. It's absolutely fantastic for a bootleg. I thought wow. I later realized that this recording is taken from an official dVD that oh uh, I didn't <laughs> know about at that time, um, so no wonder the quality was was brilliant um, and i I've, uh, I've since found out that the dVD that he brought out, which was under the name of live at the Beacon Theatre New York. Uh, It was one of these ones where they'd actually thought about how they were going to film it. They had, in other words, it was, we're going to record this. It's not for, maybe for um, audio purposes. It's for watching purposes. In other words, it was a a recording that they they did specifically for DVD. In mind, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. this was... This came out around about, uh, DVD must have been, maybe around about the same time. So it's towards the end of, you know, the, the 90s. Whenever, you know, everybody was buying DVDs and, and that. Um, but the, just the, the, the craftsmanship on this album and, he, and the, the musicians he's got around him, he's just got such a great rapport not with just the audience who love him, but the band as well. It's almost as if they're playing this and it's effort, effortless for them. It's just so smooth and it's pattering between tracks. And uh, by now he's looking like a clean living, middle-aged guy, he's past the drugs and drinking. He's got no worries. He's got his, uh, then he just had two, he just had twins um it's a guy really at the peak of his career for me and um uh he's playing some of the uh, classics like um from uh like only a dream in rio uh don't let me be lonely tonight "Shower the people how sweet it is fire and rain mexico up on a roof they're all yeah. household if you're a james taylor fan they're all great songs in his repertoire, but there's also some stuff on there from from the Hourglass record as well. So um, it's interesting to, to hear those arrangements as opposed to the live recording, which in itself is a, is a great album. So yeah, so that's my uh, two recommendations. One, check it out. Um, the other one is the James Taylor double album. of It's got thirty tracks on there. Quality, well. Uh, nice against I've played and played and played um yeah i think Fantastic. they did a really good job <laughs>
2: the and why can't you get these on on uh, on record final
1: uh they've never been they've never been released up to now oh. attack of um attack um, do do some on vinyl it may be to do with who um who owns the recording perhaps Woody Scott the club yeah you know, Yeah, I don't know yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah this you can buy you can pick up the DVD for about three uh, of this right. uh, but yeah still not being uh, still not seen it on vinyl okay uh, but you never know so uh, yeah they're my two favourites I don't think uh, many of our listeners would maybe have those out there but if you have then let us know mm.
2: brilliant especially 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 those folk in
3: iraq
1: yeah and or in ohio
3: yeah yeah we've gone worldwide (laughs) amazing the shack attack one sounds of interest to me i'll have to have a listen to that i think yeah you again that you can pick it up um
1: very cheaply okay Uh, but it's got got, the just the, the, the percussion, just for one thing, on this is fantastic. It's, it's just a brilliant recording. You know, when yeah. you, you know, you can pick up some, you listen to some things and you think, oh, okay, uh, there's great songs, but, but I can't really hear the instruments in this. Brilliant, excellent.
3: And Ronnie Scott, so, Ronnie Scott's is such a good club as well. to Go and watch a band. Yeah. Was, you know, my brother and I went to watch Dream Theater there back in the day. Yeah. That was really good. Um, the original, well I think it's always been an original lineup of Dream Theatre as far as I know, but yeah, stunning, and the sound, the acoustics in there were absolutely brilliant,
1: yeah,
2: superb. So,
3: I, 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 I've never, I don't
2: know about James Taylor, and I love his uh, collaborations with um, Mark Knopfler, uh, Sailing the Philadelphias, yeah. as, a, as an epic album. Um and as a solo artist and obviously him and Carol King are, are yeah. good buddies as well. Yeah. But I've I've never delved into them as a solo artist and I, I really like to.
1: Um yeah, you, Shack
2: Shack Attack well, I've 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 heard of them, but I've never never played any of their music.
1: Yeah, you I think a lot of people get them mixed up with maybe Shalimar and a lot of people only really saw them. They they were on top of the pops you know, they were an Yeah. Record. But they're much, much more than that, Um, and I've seen them live um, a number of times, and um, they're fantastic. As I said, they're just brilliant musicians. They do it with their eyes closed. There was a very. Would
3: you Um, you say they're disco? I've always had them down as a disco band in my mind. Jazz funk. They're
1: they're certainly not. They're a a jazz band. They're jazz funk. Right. Okay. The most. They're jazz funk at the most. Um, Some. Yeah. Some of their albums in the 80s um you know containing tracks like down on the street that's disco okay so, yeah you know so a lot of people only know them for that
3: that so, would be the 80s shack attack is would be what i remember yeah
1: with- yeah And it, it's, it's pretty much the same band uh you've got jill sir, sir, sir uh saw on vocals so you've got bill sharp uh, and then you've got um uh, roger o'dell drums and um um George uh, uh, Anderson, Adam George Anderson on bass. So, so yeah. are, they, are they
2: a bit Oh, maybe I'm right off they, the mark here, are they a bit like the average white band?
1: Say, Dundee? Not unlike Yeah not unlike, no. yeah. yeah, but um, I think um, they're a bit more to we say, more jazzy Jans- classical, oh, classical. classical. Okay. okay yeah um but yeah, funk, great great, live band. great I'm think, live
0: band. I'm thinking around, you know, back in, in that early early mid-80s, Alan, there was a, a big jazz funk scene. There was Champion, I think, by Robbie Vincent as the DJ. They used, have, yeah. they used to have the weekends, Canvey Island, didn't they, and various butlins weekends away, they, and people go there just to, to funk yeah. away. Oh,
1: these, oh, these guys are from Essex. <laughs> <laughs> A little a little
2: segue from james taylor to james taylor quartet they're they're kind of like jazz funk or acid jazz
1: yeah they're, 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 now you're going further towards like uh jimmy Why. yeah i i i was
2: massively into james taylor quartet when i was at uni so they used to do cover versions of the you know the theme to dirty harry and starsky and hutch stuff like
1: that yeah. on a hammond organ I think I've got a couple of their singles. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I you, you often see James Taylor Taylor Quartet. Uh, yeah. Because they're right next to James Taylor in the, in the yeah.
2: racks. Yeah. It was obviously a, a, a dolphin of the captain.
1: Nice. I don't think so. I think nope. uh, that they're both called James Taylor. And that was it? Yeah. Oh, well. That's a shame. Well,
2: maybe yeah. maybe Maybe their parents... Maybe their parents were paying homage to <laughs> the great James Taylor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's possible. You never yes. know. No.
3: Anyway, no. over to you, Dad. Okay, thank you very much. Cool, good choices. Um, so, but this first one's short and sweet, really, but a bit of a curveball. I don't think I don't think any of you would be expecting this one from me. Um, but if I said to you that this was uh, a gig originally played in front of two thousand one hundred and seventeen prisoners um in 1970 released in 1971 who would you be thinking johnny cash you'd be wrong oh. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you'd say that though i knew you'd right. say i knew i'd get you do, do, so, yeah, do, 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 do. recorded in 1970 uh released in 1971 um this gig actually led to prison reform due to the press coverage it received so at the time um it opened with the warden of a prison and the sheriff of the town coming on and getting booed by all the prisoners, which is amazing. And the album actually opens with that. And I'm not sure, I can't tell you how I, when I first heard this, how I enjoy the album so much, but it's um, by B.B. King. And it's live in Cook County Jail. Excellent. Um, Fantastic. It is absolutely brilliant. And just to hear the raucous prisoners in the background... Doing the sheriff and the warden before it starts. And by the end of the album, uh, by the end of the um, live album, you've got the prisoners. You you wouldn't know they're prisoners. They're screaming along like they're music fans. Um, and apparently it was the prison warden that approached B.B. King and said, hey, come and play this gig for us. And he thought, yeah, all right. Bit of a tough crowd, <laughs> but I'll give it a go. <laughs> and and he, turned, he turned it around brilliantly. And it's about, I think it's about 40 minutes long, just under... And it's got songs like uh, the big ones, Every Day I Have the Blues and Sweet Sixteen, and ends with Please Accept My Love, which you may or may not know, but that's when the crowd go crazy at the end for that. So real bluesy. I think the only way I can think I might have made a connection with it is possibly maybe my mum played it when I was young. But then when B.B. King started performing with U2, that's when Ooh. I kind of revisited it. And revisited, revisited him. Um so That one's in there, not a lot to say about
2: it, but that's, B. that's B. a great show. Thank you, that's you a too. Ch- like, yeah, um, I've, I've got a wee story, we'll keep it short. Um, <laughs> I've, I've seen BB King once live, and it was in Prince Street Gardens in Edinburgh, and uh, it, in the middle of the summer, so it wasn't like a hog mini event or anything like that. And uh, it was a, f- I'd won, it's the only thing I've won in my life, hmm. that is the truth. The only thing apart from like medals when i was playing footy or whatever um and what happened was I, I got engaged to to my my ex-wife in 2001 and uh we bought her ring on the royal mile but cheesy and then uh she said well what would you like what would you like You yeah, have got an engagement ring what would you like and i said oh just a, a really fine bottle of malt scotch whiskey mm-hmm. so i went down to the whiskey shop um and I bought a bottle of Talisker, which is from the Isle of Skye, a really nice bottle of Talisker. And the guy said, um, "Would you like to be entered for uh, two tickets to see BB King in Prince's Street Gardens?" And I, the only time, the only thing I knew about BB King was when "Love Comes to Town." Yeah. He played with you 2 on the, the Rattlin' mm-hmm. Hum album. I, yeah, I'll go for that. S- uh, stuck, stuck to, the the um, the entry in next thing. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. two tickets to see bb king what a concert what a concert absolutely brilliant he must have been late 70s early 80s and he was he was kind of rolling off the mortal coil and he just sat there in his chair and he bombed it out yeah
3: absolutely brilliant the energy the energy that comes through in this 40 minutes of this album is tremendous Yeah. yeah Yeah, a real aura about him, didn't
1: they? Even until the end, you
2: know. Legend, total
1: legend. Yeah. yeah. Has he died? now? He he has.
2: Yeah. I, think right. I, I remember
1: him. seeing some documentary with Trevor McDonough, uh talking to him not so long ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Before it was BB B. King. He had this he was going back to where he was come from originally, and right. uh, you know everybody. Had, he was obviously in this big touring bus and all that, but. He may took time to, I think it was just a coincidence that Trevor McDonald was touring yeah. through America at the same time. Yeah, he and died. He had to be he, there, yeah. He, did. he died six years ago. Oh, right. Oh, he okay. been, yeah. aged, aged 89,
2: so uh, let's like, say you know, 13 off that. Yeah, he would have been 76, 75, 76 when I saw him. Yeah. Cool.
3: Wow! Nice. Do I would put him in his thirties, forties when this album came out. Wow. <laughs> effective, doesn't it? Yeah, crazy. Cool, a, nice one. BB nice King CD somewhere. Excellent. So my second choice was uh, a bit more recent. So recorded in 1993, released in 1994. Uh, the first album by this band to be released following. The Tragic Death of Kurt Cobain. So I've gone very mainstream, I guess, with this one, very predictable, but it's um, the MTV Unplugged in New York by Nirvana. Uh, Totally acoustic, which in the MTV Unplugged sessions was unusual at the time. They were never fully acoustic. Um, Apparently they'd been trying to get Nirvana to play it for three or four years, and it was uh, protracted negotiations and Kurt saying, oh, I'm a bit worried about this. Are we good enough to sit there and play acoustically for an hour and a half, whatever it was? Um, but if you, when you want, I mean, you can listen to it and it's stunning, but also you can watch it. There's a lot on YouTube. And it's just so, but the band is so laid back, they're so cool. Cavain sings effortlessly and raucously at the same time, but hmm. it just looks so relaxed. Uh, it's such an intimate setting where generally, generally it generally was for the unplugged gigs. Um, i read somewhere that they were playing lesser known material <laughs> so back yeah. in the day it probably was lesser known but you look at it now and it's even Kurt Cobain says at one point while he's playing while they're recording he says um oh he said this is off our first album not many of you have got it or something like that he says i mean now millions and millions of people have got it um but at the time he, they said it was lesser known material they covered songs by the Vaseline's David Bowie, Lead Belly and the Meat Puppets, who I'm not really aware of, but the Meat Puppets I think joined them on stage for one of the songs Um, but I'm not really sure who they are or what they do, but the songs that were covered uh, that not many people know are About a Girl, Come As You Are Penny Royalty, The Man Who Sold the World was a Bowie cover Polly, On a Plane they're just all big songs now, all apologies um so yeah that one's in I mean that was just for me I wasn't a massive Nirvana fan back in the day I appreciate them a lot more over the last 10 years than I ever did when they were when they were around so much so I saw them at Reading 92 I think it was Uh, me and my mate watched half a set me and Stolly we thought they're a bit naff aren't they they're a bit shit and we only watched half of that legendary gig so (laughs) So that's what I thought Nirvana at the time but I can appreciate them now and the MTV
2: Unplugged album is just spot on brilliant yeah I, good choice yeah good choice okay. um, my, my, so my brother and i shared a a, a room um i think he, he died in 94 94 or 95 around That's then right yeah yeah and um my brother was massively into thrash metal and grunge i was more kind of mainstream and uh, Leonard had a ticket to see um, Nirvana the day after uh, he topped himself. Oh man! Yeah, and uh, it was—I think it was in Dublin. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, I, I believe so. You can you, anybody, any of the listeners can look it up there.
1: Yeah.
2: But he he kept the ticket and he tried to flog it on Q, you know, Q magazine and that because yeah. it would have been his. Next, and yeah, yeah, uh, you know, it was on the day of his death, so yeah, I, I like yourself. I get into them later on, a bit like the Smiths. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: I, I couldn't take grunge at the time. I think I was too um anal when it came to music, yeah, I, like, I couldn't be told anything other than you know, Queen R.E.M., you two, I, I kind of so gr- grunge and everything else just didn't appeal to me but uh, as you say, as the years go on you you broaden your horizons
3: yeah you do, I I don't know what it was about Nirvana because I did, I liked Alice in Change and Soundgarden, and Stone Temple Pilots I did like bands like that but Nirvana just didn't engage with me at the time didn't connect with me but well,
1: that's the good thing about music yeah just because you didn't didn't get it then yeah can, it's always time to change your mind
3: absolutely and yeah.
1: nobody's gonna nobody's gonna say oh well we, yeah but you weren't at the, the beginning blah 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 yeah uh you know yeah everybody everybody has got the same opportunity to get a band either at the beginning halfway through or even when you know poor things have died yeah, that's yeah. The good thing about music, yeah, the record—it's a statement. It's uh, you've always got the opportunity to go back in and listen to it. That's the great yeah, thing about it.
3: It's one of the reasons we're doing this, isn't it? You know, we've yeah. given each other new music to listen yeah. to, and hopefully, our listeners. Yeah. And yeah, very true, Alan. Very true.
1: But if you're a Spotify fan now and you're really into uh, Neil Young,
3: then you won't be able to. You're Oh, has he just taken his off? It- yeah taken
2: off right? Yeah, yeah uh, Spotify yeah. were.
1: um a Taylor Swift. Yeah, so uh, you know you've got um, no. you've got all those electronic, all those albums that you might have saved in directory of, or whatever. You no longer got access to them.
2: No, no. no the the reason the reason why uh, Neil Young isn't on Spotify now is because he, of his own volition, he, he basically said to Spotify, "I don't want to be part of it." because you're um given our time to anti-vaxxers, yeah one in particular in the states so he said um, uh, I, I don't want to be associated with that and yeah, uh, that's
1: right. other others may follow suit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good for him. let be a lesson to you out there in listening land
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys we're done we've finished the uh 2021 almost
2: I'm exhausted, that was too quick. Yeah, that was good, That was good. No time for rambling. Ice it's a spread. The, 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 we... the, the listeners are just going to be in, in shock, yeah. sitting there halfway through their other uh, old cup of tea or whatever, or their,
3: their pint of beer and going, yeah, is that it? Of... I think thousands of them have just fainted.
0: But the yeah. good news is we're All still right, going I to like talk that. some more.
3: Oh, yeah, a bit more. Yeah.
2: I thought I'd get rid of you. <laughs>
0: So that's that was the last of sort of our our choices for last year based on a different theme. So we thought we'd also then share a little bit of some of the music that we picked up last year that we really enjoyed. If you yeah. want, I'll just run through. I've got a few here. Okay.
1: Yeah, go on, Dave.
0: So keeping with our uh, fourth theme, probably my favourite album, second most played album of last year, Greta Van Fleet, The Battle at Gardens Gate.
3: On my left, David. Great choice. Yeah. It's. Uh,
0: they kind of hit the scene three years ago, was it? Two, three years ago when their first album came out. Um
3: at least three, I think no. Yeah, yeah. at least three
0: or four. So they're a young band. I think they might have all been in their teens when the, the debut album came out. And really what they were picked up on was their um quite similar sounding, not 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 exactly, but their similar sounding to to Led Zeppelin. And in fact ah. they're rock as we remember it from the seventies, if you play it. Uh, so they are neo-Zeppelin, so it's a little bit cleaner, a little bit different. Um, but the singer, young singer, still got a, a Plant voice. And Plant himself reckons that they sound, uh, that this new album sounds a bit like Led Zeppelin. 1. So I'm thinking for the Zepp fans or anyone who likes some heavy rock, give them a, give them a listen. Um, so that's the first one. The second one, or the, the original one, was this one, the uh, Anthem of the Peaceful Army. So they're good. Next, I'm going to go on to my most played album last year, Pretty Chill. Um, We've already mentioned the word acid jazz. So on the acid acid jazz label is the Matt Berry album, um, Blue Elephant. So Matt Berry, some of you will know um, because he's uh, a very fine comedian. We've seen him on lots of things, like he's headlined his own shows like Toast he came on was it a second season of the IT crowd you can see him now on the um, tales of Boba Fett but incredibly oh, yeah. incredibly for the last 10 years he's been producing music um, so his own music this one is almost entirely recorded on his own it is acid jazz style it's sort of mellow very oh, fantastic I think he plays all of the instruments on it bar the drums and he's brought Craig Blundell in to do the drums on there so Craig Blundell would have been bands like um Frost. I saw him again, he was part of the Steve Hackett tour last year. So he's doing the Phil Collins drums. Fantastic drummer. If you want to put something on which is a little bit mellow um, but but keeps you interested all the time, then there's there's that. Uh, next album, um, might be more than one of us on in here who's got this album. Stephen Wilson, the Future Bites. I think there's a few Stephen Wilson fans amongst us. Yeah. So the yes. ever-evolving ne- never stands too still, whether he's been in various bands, his own band, Porcupine Tree, lots of his joint ventures that he's been involved in. This one, he changed producer again, so the producer on this one is David Coston. Um, the, the, the Future Bites, it's a commentary on consumerism it's a great one i mean he's he's played up to the fact that he's trying to make money out of it as well he sort of parodies himself in there as well it's sort of moving away from what would have been his prog route but he would never have really confined himself or said he was just that anyway and there's a couple of good singles that did well on that and the fourth one is public service broadcasting bright magic again a change from their normal style this one is a really an ode to berlin I mean, the, the, the music style is is obviously very electronic. They do lots of work with that. Um, they made a point of recording this at the Hansa Studios, so would have been famous for lots of bands, but particularly like people we know who've been where the um, the David Bowie Berlin trilogy was recorded. It's where some of the um, Japan albums were recorded, and they're even on the Hansa label, weren't they? So um, they they spent quite a while in berlin whilst they recorded this and uh again it's, it's that sort of electronic electronica music but it's great love this one um it's a good one i i know alan you've got you've got two of those albums you've got two of those albums
1: yeah no no definitely um i, I want to get into that, that the berry one as into berry as well i just can't as you say, I'm
3: just used to seeing him in these comedies, and I can't. <laughs> Do you know, I've got. I haven't bought Blue Elephant yet, but I've got all his previous stuff. Yeah. And the first album I bought by him, I spent ages listening to it, thinking, "Right, is this irony? Is this a joke?" <laughs> but he's yeah. like, <laughs> such a serious musical artist. Are yeah. you Wow. Yeah.
0: Then and then he's got another one. Wow. This came out Which last bit, year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Darren. You probably need to win the lottery to get this one. It's not cheap, but it's uh uh, uh I a, don't
3: think I got that one, but I've got it
0: sure so. that only came out November, I think it was. Um so I'm I'm showing there's the Matt Berry Gather Up. It's a five album compendium. It's got uh it's got some if you want like his his better known songs, if it's worth saying that. But he's got rarities, got some b sides some unreleased um, and he's also got a live album on there.
3: Yeah. I thing I'm going to...
0: But you can try it one first.
3: That one, then. What's he's, that done, like? he's done some odd ones. Right? Music for Insomniacs. That was a signed copy. And yeah. it really is music to help you to go to sleep. <laughs> um, and then he's done a couple of very kind of pagan style. Mm. That's so great. Yeah. Hazel. Between, yeah. Kill the Wolf. And then this was a random one. Television <laughs> themed by Matt yes. Berry.
0: My, my Very, wife. really
3: odd. So he covers the those television biz, uh, Yeah, they Good are. Life, blankety blank. Top of the pops. Can we play and, some music. Oh, I think they all are. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's got like the London Weekend,
2: London
0: <laughs> Weekend Television, six <laughs> yeah. a six second track. Yep, he's got that on there. Or yeah, Doctor no, Who. Uh, you,
2: you've just played Thames Television. Sorry, Thames. Thames.
1: In Thames, Northern Ireland, we Thames, say Thames. Yeah. Thames. Thames Television. Thames Television. I'm in the home counties. Beg your B- pardon, Thames. Thames
2: Television. Thames
1: the Television. Latest, the the railway what runs through my town is called Link, my man.
0: <laughs> okay, so there's Twelve. some. There's there, we've got loads of albums, I'm sure between us, but um, we we can do re-releases. Otherwise, we can get get oh, listeners well, thank, to write in
2: thank, thank Christ for that <laughs> you guys are uh, well ahead of the curve with your um new uh, your new releases yeah
1: what have you
2: got I, I, did, I, I did I did get the Stephen Stephen Wilson one though
1: oh you did
0: okay well done
2: I did I did and I really enjoyed it different though on a of tangent for me is
0: right.
1: it you up next dad or have you done yours no i, I, know, I can't
3: <laughs> I can go now if you want yeah go, go on, for no. it Okay, so I've gone with, uh, in no particular order, I've gone with Damon Albarn, the nearer the fountain, more pure the stream flows, the biggest Ooh. app title I probably own, I would think. Well, um, I went for this beautiful case-bound version, so mm. case-bound with a lovely book inside. Oh. The- like, don't, hey, tell, don't tell. Don't single, which I've just dropped as well. But yeah. Yeah. Um, don't tell Taylor Swift though. Oh yeah, I know they've had a big fallout,
2: haven't they? Yeah, massive yeah, I think he's apologized
3: yeah. though, hasn't he? No, he has. He has. I think he said he was misunderstood and misinterpreted or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's classic Damon Albarn. I mean, he's not done a solo album since 2014. Uh, in fact, he's only done the two official solo albums. But Everyday Robots was the first one, which is beautiful. If you've not heard it, listen to that. And this one, I mean, I've only given it my first few listens, but it's equally as stunning. bit more ambient, bit more chilled, a bit more emotive, but it's really, really nice. Great. So that one, um, a band I did get to see. I missed out on seeing Damon Albarn in Top Ness recently. He did a very small gig uh, for Drift Records, and it was very hard to get tickets, so I missed out on that one. But I did see the Manic Street Preachers, and we've got their album, The Ultra oh, Bivit Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, which their last few albums have been okay, I've liked them, but this one is almost back to, I wouldn't say back to their best, but back to how their sort of third, fourth, fifth albums were. Um, the opening track, Still Snowing in Sapporo, is stunning. Orwellian Times was a single. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, if you haven't heard it yet, absolutely worth a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you've heard it, Mark, have you?
2: I've had a listen to it, but um, I haven't got I haven't got it on physical record. I haven't got it on vinyl. Um,
3: no, it's it's a grower as well. You need to listen to it. It took me five or six good listens to realise how good it was. So is that one my album of the year? Uh, a band I should have been seeing tomorrow night, but it's been um, postponed to the end of February now. Is Wolf Alice with Blue Weekend? Do we Blue oh. Elephant, David? Because yeah, Blue Weekend. Yeah, that, um,
0: that's a nice blue vinyl as well isn't
3: it uh, I've got a blue a green and a black <laughs> I think yeah yeah um and this the big songs the singles were smile and uh, the beautiful the last man on earth I think it was there uh, I think it was just might be the first single they released off it but it's absolutely stunning highly critically acclaimed and well worth a listen and then there's my final choice is a band that I love, that Mark will definitely know well, I'm sure. A uh, band are called Glass Vegas. Um, oh, I've, I've ordered them. I've, uh, I've ordered their new vinyl and it keeps they keep us on the uh um, <laughs> I, I was talking to Alan and David about this just yeah. before we before you joined us tonight. And I I'm sure the black vinyl, I think, was released. But it, I don't yeah. know if you're the same. I've got a coloured version coming. Yeah, I've ordered the limited. Yeah. But the album came out in October. Yeah. Because of these vinyl shortages at the moment, and Adele stopping the industry dead. We've, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been waiting since October, and I think it's coming this week. It's coming. I'll tell you when it, it is.
2: Yeah, I'm sure I had an email. I, oh, hold on. Though. Hold on. I'm coming. Hold on. It is 4th of February.
3: Excellent. So God, next... Godspeed. Godspeed. And it's, I mean, obviously I've not had the vinyl yet, but I've been listening to it on Spotify. And it's, it's the same as they normally do. I don't think there's anything drastically different to their yeah. other albums, but I just love his voice and his yeah. passion. And yeah. you, can feel the, the, you can feel the rage or the sentiment coming through in every word he utters. And he's not afraid to sing in his strong Glaswegian accent. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, He's him. He sings as him, as a passionate Scotsman, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. So that's my four. Nice one.
2: Yeah. Mm. Right. I am. I am. I am struggling here. Um, I, I'll tell you what. I'll give. I'll give two that I bought that I, th- I thought were really, really good. Um. I'll be brief about it. I thought I, b- I bought the Crowded House new Crowded House album.
3: Yes. Yeah, good
2: um, yeah. The streamers are waiting. Yeah, uh, class. You know, it's got Neil Finn written all over it. Uh, I, there are a few particular tracks there to the island. The opening track, "Bad Times," good. Mm. Really, yeah, really good. And I wouldn't say it's wood face or anything uh. like that, but uh, I I really enjoyed it, and I love the cover. The cover is quite um, Salvador yeah. Dali. It
0: really is, isn't yeah. it?
2: And uh, yeah. uh, we we're, we're talking about. Um, we're obviously talking about vinyls, and the whole experience of you know purchasing a vinyl. Uh, I I just love it. I could I could sit and look at it. The other one, second one I have, is this one here. <clears throat> For the benefit of those watching the snooker in black and white, is Robert Plant and Alison Krauss raise the roof. Yeah, I think it's a a cracking album. There, there's only one song on this where it stumbles, and it's a bit of self-indulgence on. Plants part, not definitely not in crisis part. Um, I think it's last kind of blues. Um, whereas it, it kind of goes off there. It's very samey. It's it's almost it's a, it's like raising sand. Right. Their first um, you know attempt to, to play it together. Raising sand, you'll, you'll never beat raising sand. But this isn't a bad effort. There are some great tracks especially the first one uh quattro uh world drifts in price of love go your way Th- those fir- those are the first three on f- on side one really enjoyed it really enjoyed it and, I'd, I'd li- and it's as you say, you know if you're listening to something in the background one, one for a sunday i would say yeah. now i'm going to cheat a bit here i have ordered some I've had some uh, reissues as well, and uh, you two act on baby. That uh, is cheating. Yeah. But I have. I've ordered the uh, the limited edition.
3: The red and, and blue
2: one. The red and blue one. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> the other one I had is Hall and Oates. You make my dreams. Nice.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Ordered that as well. What, a that, was a record, that, was, that was a record store day purchase Oh,
1: uh, cool. Cool. Funny yeah. enough, that's what i just got today yeah I, uh, it's live at the troubadour that's where that's yeah. taken from yeah so, uh, so this is the, this is but, the triple album yeah uh, so, i just got that today
2: yeah um, but if we're talking about other ones i'm gonna i'm sorry david i'm gonna um take advantage here uh, REM New Adventures in Hi-Fi 25th Year Re-release came out. That for me isn't their top three, so automatic for the people. Yeah. Uh, green would have been up there. Um, I, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say I'd say New Adventures in Hi-Fi would slip itself in there at number three. A lot of people go on about what was the one that had Monster uh, Out of Time. Out of Time. Out of Time mm. is the big one. Isn't it the, the most yeah, com- well yeah, commercial? Yeah. But uh, I would say New Adventures in Hi-Fi, if anybody hasn't listened, if someone in Iraq or Colombo, Ohio, hasn't heard of or listened to REM, this is this is a great album, New Adventures yeah. in Hi-Fi. I thought they couldn't surpass Automatic for the People or even come close to it, but New Adventures in Hi-Fi, oh, it was their 20, 25th um, uh, year uh, re-release. It's great to listen to. So magazine.
1: That's a great, Jay. A great yeah. App. Yeah, did I missed, did, he, did he? get? Is it on like the smoked vinyl, black and?
2: Yeah, it's kind of like black, a grey black. Yeah,
1: it's That's like a grey black. It's,
2: That's worth is it? Is it? Oh, are they the lucky fat? But see, the yeah. thing is though, you say it's worth a bit, but I, I'll never sell any of it. Yeah, it's you
1: know, just... I, don't, I think because there weren't that many of them. Because this year, probably quite a you, few REM fans would like it.
2: Yeah, because this year you have, um, you know the way Queen released, a nine, released 1,977 News of the World albums, because mm. it came out in 77, they did the same for jazz, 1,978, yeah. for 40 years, they're going to do the same this year, 1982, Hot Space, Yeah, and hopefully I'll get one of those,
1: and they're yeah. going for
2: crazy money, they're going well, for like, I mean,
1: 500, mean, 500. eh? If you see the email before me, tell me because that's
2: my favourite email. Any time, lads, you like Hot Space is your favourite? One of them, yeah. Yeah, good man. Good man. Um, Of the the latest stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we always do. We always send each other a WhatsApp to say something's something's out. So um, there you go. I I cheated there,
1: sorry, David, with a five. uh this is no surprise uh one of my favorite bands of all time um uh their first album without dave greenfield although he did does feature on most of these tracks um and he, of course he is credited on here but um posthumously is that the word posthumously yeah posthumously, yeah. posthumously. um in fact they just um they just started doing doing their tour uh, this week. I'll be seeing them in um, Brixton next month. But um, if anybody thought, you know, they maybe you know, it's okay, you know, lockdown stopped stopped a lot of bands being you know being together in the studio. If you thought that was going to affect uh, some albums have turned out, I think a lot of them are for the better. And this is a fantastic example of it. You know, it's all recorded in various parts of the world. And you you wouldn't know that. The production, they've done a great job on it. And um, it features one of the tracks on here. It's it's called White Stallion. And it's a classic Stranglers track. All Stranglers fans, I'm on a couple of the um, uh, Facebook sites, they all rate this track. It's going to be a classic White Stallion. Got, also got uh, another uh, great crap called the last men on the moon uh water, which I saw them perform live a few years ago now again at Brixton um and there's also um a track which is quite sad uh, more of a slow song and it's called uh, if you should and if you should see Dave," and it's all about you know um their big lost buddy you know that made a big hole in the in the band but um have now we've now got uh we've now got a, a new keyboard player playing live uh, i don't know very much about him apologies i can't recall his name at the moment toby i think uh toby Hooley or something he's not he, he, he's done a good job from what i've heard of the live recording so far so but yeah great album and um highly recommend that one now this was this next one was a really strange one how i got to know about this um you'll know i'm into a band called young gun silver fox uh mm-hmm. they have their records released on um a record label called Legier. uh Lugier recordings they're a record label based in hamburg in germany and um they have this habit uh, well helmet does um helmet uh he's one of the uh, reps they they seem to have a habit of picking up these bands and this band's called um, Super DB, and the name of the album is called "Ecoute uh, ça." And I saw my uh, my. Uh, uh, Your French first is fine. Wild Collie,
0: First wild
1: colleague, first wild colleague, Dave will put me back right on my uh, O level failed. pronunciation. Uh, eh, 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 et eh, moi, moi aussi. <laughs> uh language lab is coming back to me um yeah i think it sounds is it translated as listen to this yeah yeah yep, um uh, now these they're from london uh never heard of them before this is their second album i can't get hold of the first album but if you're if we, you, you spoke of this band earlier if you're a fan of supercramp if you're a fan of VLO, if you're a fan of Earth, Wind & Fire, if you like The Police, The Prince, if you like Hall & Oats if you like Toto, it's all in here. It's, it, they're all original recordings, but they are... Well, really? I'm dumbfounded. I played this to death. I've loved it so much, I bought the plot. I ended you up... Give it, I, I've given my copy to, to Charlotte, my daughter. I got another copy. And on this one signed at the back by them. Oh the very is the key player uh, and the saxophone player died after they recorded this. He died in May. I still mm-hmm. don't know what happened, but sadly he died. But there's some great tracks on here. Yeah, he, uh,
2: he, he,
1: he probably yeah. sucked instead of blue. It's uh, called Wait For Me, uh, Open Line To Me, Take Me Back, The Eternal Optimist. I just can't kind of recommend this album enough it's called super db uh and a coup takes nice one um i thought
2: i thought you were going to say at one stage if you like this if you like that if you like cheese if you like peas, you, love peas. Yeah. you love cheesy peas <laughs> that's
1: all our fascial fans out there yeah you've already yeah. mentioned this one the manic street preachers yeah. you're you're bang on um yeah it's really great uh the other thing uh, i need to <coughs> point out to you is this picture that i'm holding up is taken from my hometown absolutely uh, looking out from tenby uh, to Caldy island you can see that bit of land there um so yeah great album uh another album i don't have the album with me it's upstairs um by a band called the villagers by villagers um uh, the villagers are. It's Connor O'Brien, really, and the album's called Fever Dreams. And this came as a recommendation to me by my one of my oldest, oldest mates in Tenby Nicky Lloyd, and uh, he sent me um, he sent me a link to see this uh, a video to, to one of the, the tracks off the album called So So Simpática, It's called. It's quite a long track. goes on for about yeah. seven and a half minutes, and. Um, it's really, really clever. It, it's, I find it a little bit disturbing because it's about clowns, and um, but it's a really, really great so- song. And um, so I had to buy it when the album came out. It's got a lovely interchangeable cover uh, as well. Came in, um, so came, came in a, in a, in a uh, yellow vinyl and four interchangeable covers. I haven't got it. It's upstairs, but uh, yeah, look it up. Um, the only, uh, the other thing I wanted to do is give a, a shout out for one of my favourite releases from Record Store Day last year, which is this. Um, uh, it's Elton John's Regimental Sergeant Zippo, uh, the great lost album originally recorded in 1968. Uh, it's um, it's it's basically Elton does the Beatles doing Sergeant Pepper, really. But it's it's fantastic. You'll do yourself a favour. Pick up one of these. You won't regret it. You care. Um, They're some of my faves from uh, from last year.
3: Yeah, some really good choices.
0: (laughs) I just want to throw in a couple of re-releases just before we close. Um, Please do. Big, big train. They're a folk rock band, prog folk band. Their first album release was in 1994. They've actually re-recorded and... This one, a lot of the parts, re-released it. It's an absolutely stunning album. Um, the only sad thing is that their singer died just towards the end of last year. Um, well, so uh, yeah. the, the singer David Longdon, he was actually one of those several singers who auditioned for the Genesis vocal role um, back in the day. Uh, anyway, he teamed up with these guys. So it's, it's a great band if you like that, that kind of music um and we did talk about it last year there's also the japan the re-release of quiet life
2: oh uh, yeah got that one really yeah. enjoyed yeah. it i was going to say that one as well dave so yeah, yeah.
0: so great it was one
2: yeah uh, it was a good self that recommended that and uh i would doubt i've never really listened to japan oh really got yeah got that and and yeah.
3: uh enjoyed I it really enjoyed it yeah. I think Dave should be on commission from them, really. We all bought it. Should. it. We all Yeah. Should.
0: should be. Um, last couple. Again, this is going off the the main beat, but um, the cinematic orchestra, Mafleur. So this is one of the HMV uh, 1921 Centenary releases. Um, I, I don't know how you describe these, Alan. You've seen them before, haven't you, a few times? I've been
1: them live a couple of times. Um, yeah. Um it's a down tempo. It's... Yeah, it's it's um it's, some of it is cinematic type yeah. scores. Uh, they write big songs, you know. They're not that big in as much as they're long. They can be quite long. Yeah. Um, but they're big production. Um, they're big sound. Um, great arrangements. Really clever songs. Really. Good. Yeah. yeah, I'd recommend them. Recommend yeah. them. The first a album. The first album is probably. Uh, the, the standout one for me, from, some fantastic bass playing on that, Forget um, the guy who's uh, doing it now, but yeah, I've seen oh, it, i couple of times.
2: a bit like James Last, oh exactly, you've got it in
0: one, or oh, Bert yeah. Camphor, I'm not sure which of the two,
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, do you know what, it was my uncle Paul Kennedy, I've got two Uncle Pauls, a Hollywood, he's not a baker, um, and, a, and a Paul Kennedy who's no longer with us unfortunately, and uh, he had this fantastic hi-fi system. They got me into James
1: Last. Never looked back. Well, oh, downhill. don't <laughs> a lot of his stuff was, is, was I think, came out on Polydor. It did. Yeah, yeah up, it was Polydor, up. yeah. Always very good, faithful reductions. I mean, um, yeah, I can remember my mum had a few. Because I think he also went under the name of Manuel and the Music of the Mountains, too, as well, I think. Huh. I think that, he was, did. that was his Sunday name when he called himself <laughs> Lorella. No, but I'm sure he recorded under that pseudonym, that was something of somebody else. I know that. But no, they're they not to be uh that sort of that sort of music that goes under the the genre of easy listening.
2: Easy listening, exactly
1: right. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. you know again, I you- spoke about professional musicians doing their job and they did their job on those albums. They were fantastic, fantastic musicians.
2: In this day and age we could do with a lot more easy listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, you talk about mindfulness and uh chilling out and taking a yeah. taking a step back from everything that's going on, whether it's politically or or whatever's going on in your life and all the rest and and, and the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A bit more easy, easy listening would be. Um, listening. Maybe, maybe we should do a podcast on easy listening. Easy listening.
3: <laughs> easy listening. Well, I'll tell you what I've got for you before this is my last word. But if you want to really treat yourselves, and you've got uh, a tenner to spend, that's all because you've this one. So it's Catherine Wheel for Mint. It's mm-hmm. an album from ninety two. Yeah, nineteen ninety two. Uh, it just slots into our reissue section of this because it's just been re-released on CD only uh, in December. It's really expensive to get it on vinyl. This was only issued a few years ago as a re-release. These are about 100 quid now, and so are the originals. But uh, it's on Cherry Red Records or Juno Records. Treat yourselves to Catherine Will Men for under a tenner. You won't Ooh. regret it. And it's oh, an expanded yeah. version at the moment. There's like six extra tracks that were on EPs as well. Um, okay. And I would get it now because this band are hotly tipped to reform this year.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And I think Great. they'll be bigger than they ever were back in the 90s. So, Going on there as we think. As we brilliant. Speak, I, think. I think Juno was a bit cheaper. Juno Records is eight seventy five. okay? Nice. 8 um, dollars I'd be intrigued to hear your thoughts. Okay. Great. Yeah. For the price of a couple of pints. Snap oh, it right.
1: up. I'd love to
2: hear what you think of it. that. Oh, a, couple, a couple of pints. 875. You obviously don't live in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly.
3: It's a bit too down in 7. She <laughs> just wept. Yeah. And it's getting ridiculous. i <laughs> have been in London 7 quid
2: now. Uh, wow. Unbelievable. Oh, I crazy in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Crazy in Edinburgh. I, I don't go out now. No. no. <laughs> well, I no, haven't for the last two years, but definitely not now. If ever there was a disincentive to drink alcohol, it's the price of a pint of Peroni
1: Absolutely, Totally. Daz, um, <laughs> they're not on there anymore.
3: It's not there. I only ordered mine this week. No. I'd be surprised. Let me oh, let me have a look. Cherry red must have some left then. Cherry red for what for how much? Uh nine ninety nine, I think. I'll just have a check. It's in oh. wheel, yeah. So David
1: Catherine wheel. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Anyway, I'll do it later. Okay. Yeah. 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 No worries.
0: So, guys, before we close, that was, that was great. I mean, it's a good recap. Um, it's good to remind ourselves of some of the great music that was around last year, and there'll obviously be plenty more this year. We thought we'd just have a, a quick thank oh, you Dave, to I've our listeners. Few,
1: I've got a few re releases, just quickly. Oh, God, Alan. Uh, <laughs> Mike Lindup changes. Uh, this is their level 42 keyboard player. Uh, originally released in 1990, he re-released the album. Uh, he did a fantastic job. Um, uh, title track called Changes, Spirit is Free, which was a single at the time. Uh, track called West Coast Man, because he now lives on the west coast of Scotland. No, he did when he wrote this, he still there. Nice. Uh, another great track, track called Soul. Uh Scritability brought out the... Uh, one of their albums from the 90s called Tinsel Town to Boogie Down. Um, oh, sorry, the album's called Anomy and Bonomy. Uh, great tracks on there, Tinseltown to Boogie Town, uh, Here Come July, and my favourite track on this, Can Make You Cry, it's the last track on the album called Dusted With Oil. Um, dusted With Oil, Dusted With Powder. Brushed With Powder. Brushed With Oil, Dusted With Powder. And also, another shout-out to um, uh, the OMD. OMD, the, the, the Architecture of Morality. They brought out the three 12-inch sing, single pack uh, in a great uh, silver embossed, triple uh, silver sleeve, foil sleeve, containing the, um, the single souvenir, Joan of Arc, made of made all and um, it's got yeah. beat sides and rough rough takes on there. And they come in purple, violet, and red, violet. That's a lovely, lovely package. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to get those in.
0: Brilliant. Well That's done. Good, on. good, on. good job, down. guys.
1: Hey, that worked quick for, quick for home as well.
3: Was that an hour and a half, tops? That's pretty good. I, we haven't finished yet, have we?
0: We haven't quite finished. We thought we'd just pay our respects and thanks to um, yeah. our listeners um so yep. through the soundcloud people will be listening to this through different um, podcast <laughs> providers but we've got some metrics here which gives us an idea of some of the towns that people would listen in and also from some other countries we'd be quite well sorry we not we'd be quite we'd be very interested if we'd be contacted by by some of these people so um columbus ohio um, Brilliant. lots of listening going on there. Um, you can contact us either through our Facebook group page, what are we called Four Play Podcast. Um, should be able to yeah. find that on there. You can always leave F-O-R, a message,
3: F O U R isn't it? space play. Thank you. Yeah, than
0: or you can leave a message on uh, on SoundCloud. You can message me on Twitter, uh, and my handle is at CasingShow. So any way you want like that, if you let us know a bit about yourself, then we would gladly share that with, with the audience. Guys, do you want to pick out some other towns or yeah, some countries?
2: I, I I would love to. I would love to. I think the Islamic Republic of Iran hits me smack in the head. Um, I've been saying Iraq all night. Sincerest apologies. Yeah, we have. Um, <laughs> it's like saying I'm English, I'm not Irish. No offence, lads. Um <laughs>
3: And I'll
2: tell you what. 56 plays in Iran. That's not one listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a big call out
3: to to
2: Iran. Yeah. Unless they they've got something on us and uh, they're hunting us down like dogs, either. Oh, they don't want to kill us or Belgium as well, brilliant. Um, I'm I'm looking at the cities: Montrose, Lawrence, Kirk, Lisburn. I'm absolutely sure that you know the lovely Jenny. He's been mentioned many times. Yep. That's Liz, That's Lisburn. Uh, Montrose Lawrence Kirk Dundee direction. That's between Dundee and Aberdeen. That's probably Claire and half her family. <laughs> uh, Bristol Dunfermline. Oh, Dun now who would be in Dunferman? Oh, good oh Gala Shields. Good God. I've spread the word. Well
3: wow, yeah. Look, that's a brilliant thing. I mean we've
2: got yeah. in India and Egypt. I don't think don't think we know anybody in India or in Egypt. Yeah. Do we? Can- Canada like uh, yeah, we do now? Yeah, we do now that could be Toronto, that could be Joe. Liverpool is
3: definitely my Aunt Arini. God bless her. Sweden, Turkey, Pakistan, Iceland. Amazing. There we go. It goes on, Pakistan, it goes on. Iceland.
1: It goes on, guys. I would
3: love it. If, if any of you would like to get on our Facebook group, it would be lovely to hear from you. Um, yeah. you Just
1: Ukraine are going for a bit of a rough
3: time at the moment.
1: Is Ukraine yeah. on the list?
0: Yeah, I think. They're at the
1: bottom, but, you know... They're equal with a number of other countries. Oh, oh you
2: yes. got with yeah. Say hello to us, Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, solidarity. Yeah.
3: Syrian Arab Republic, Super. Okay.
2: Love yeah. this. That is brilliant. Where's Mitcham?
0: Where's Mitcham? It's uh, South London.
2: Yeah. South London, right. Okay. Yeah. St. Oslo, that's your direction again. Craig Avon, that's over my end of the woods. There's Dundee there.
3: And I'm sure just... the one listener in Peru isn't
0: Paddington Bear, so let's play with <laughs> well. I'm
3: sure
1: you're well, right. You been Paddington.
3: You never know. Yeah.
2: The former Republic of Macedonia. There must be a listener we have who is just a bit of a... A globe-traveler. A, a backpacker. Globe-trotter jet- <laughs> yeah. Backpacker, yeah. globe-trotter, jet-setter, diplomat. Perhaps <laughs> they're involved in intense negotiations in ukraine right now <laughs> and
3: uh getting over to peru this evening
2: it has been in peru with or paddington it and, uh, and uh and uh the former Macedonia <laughs> republic
1: or it could be a criminal on the run you i know, doubt that Listen, from, to us so, from, so from country old. to
2: country yeah. <laughs> from Luton. Mm. okay and i know you well
0: let, let's say our goodbyes, and uh, we'll look forward to be coming back very soon with, yeah, the new series,
1: the more rubbish.
0: Yep. Yeah,
3: lovely to see you all again, and all thanks. our listeners. To be
2: back. Before we go, thanks to everyone, everyone we've mentioned, and those we haven't mentioned, and uh, for those who are in these countries, cities, towns, get in touch, say hello,
0: guys. Let's say goodbye to everyone. Take care, all.
3: Cheers! Thank you very much.
2: Cheers, lads. Bye bye. Happy New
3: Year. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>